The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, September 1st edition. 11-game slate on tap for you tonight. Had a f- interesting Monday night. I was tilted. I followed some weather advice. Did not work out so well, but hopefully you stuck on Washington, Philly, and, and flourished because it could have been a big, big night, but that's the grind we play on this DFS landscape we, we enjoy. But again, 11 games tonight. We're still waiting on a lot of totals. A lot of pitching changes have come out. Weather overall looks pretty good compared to, to recent nights. We have great spots to target for bats. We have some very interesting pitching options, especially on drafting for pricings. Very, very friendly when it comes to pitching compared to FanDuel, where they right, raked up some uh, some options for you on the one-pitcher site. So let's look at the totals on this slate. But before we do so, a little housekeeping. You can find this video daily on Rotoballer's YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Like the videos. would help us out a ton. Also, I have podcast forms of MLB DFS Quickets. This is like the fifth or sixth year doing this Monday through Friday for you guys for free. Go check it out on iTunes. Give a rate and review. I'd much appreciate it. I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. If you have any questions ever, hit me up on Twitter or join the free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat where lots of great uh, minds get together and break down the baseball action. But all right, your totals on this slate. Cubs-Pirates, total of nine. Rays-Yankees, eight and a half. Nationals-Phillies, eight and a half. Tigers-Brewers, nine and a half. White Sox-Twins, eight and a half. D-backs, Dodgers, nine. We're waiting on totals everywhere else as pitching changes and all other goodness has taken place. So buckle up and wait for that. But uh, let's get right at it here. Pitching on this slate. You got two guys over 10K. Nola, Corbin facing off with each other in Philadelphia. Nola at 10-4, I could see as an option if you choose to go there. He's been a very, very good. One rough start was at Atlanta. Otherwise, he's basically putting up 27 or more points in four of his last five starts, 30 or more in three of five so it's been very, very effective. Um, has not faced the Nats yet. The Nats, uh, or no, yeah, never mind. He faced the Nats his last time out. Seven innings, two earned, eight Ks. He's had eight or more Ks uh, in four of five starts, seven or more in five of six. So he's been super effective this year. I'm just not looking to target the Nationals bats right now. Soto and Turner and company. You can. I get it. Um, he'll be lower owned than he should normally be. So Nola's in play if you choose to go that direction. But I'm going to pass and just uh, save some money on, on pitching tonight. Uh, Patrick Corbin looks a little lost out there. GPP only if you want to go there. I'm going to stay away. I wouldn't mind some Phillies bats, to be honest with you. 
if you're going that approach, but I'm going to stay away. And I'll probably just stay away from pitching in general in this game. As I could see a pitcher's duel, I could see some hitters getting it done. I'd rather take the hitter side of this if I have to take anything. But I'll probably just pass on this game. And I may learn, live to regret it, but there's a lot of other really great spots on the slate that I'd rather focus my time and my money. And that starts with the likes of Zach Plesak. $8,300. Yes, Mr. Plesak, Mr. Bleach Blonde Tips, Mr. I, I do videos in my car without wearing my seatbelt because I'm cool bro videos. Uh, Plesak at $8,300 returning from the alt site at Kansas City. Really good spot here for Plesak. As much as we want to give Plesak a hard time, he's been very effective this season. He's thrown six or more innings in all three starts. Um, zero, three, zero. Those are the earned runs. But uh, Plesak's been very, very good. We were looking at the Royals um, in their matchup against right-handed pitching. So let's bring that up for you as the internet is coming back. It's a fun, fun world we live in, isn't it, folks? This uh, computer world of technology and fun and uh, all that good stuff here. But when you're looking at the um, the Royals side of things here, they are a team that, here we go. But, uh, yes, I know they do struggle against right-handed pitching. That is one thing we can definitely take advantage of on these slates tonight um, with Mr. Zach Plesak. Uh, after him, though, is going to be the chalk of the chalk on this uh, slate. And that's one thing we really, really want to talk about tonight. And it's something I'm, I'm going to attack very, very uh, a lot tonight is Mr. Framber Valdez at um, at uh, 8100 bucks on DraftKings. That's a guy I'm going to want a lot of exposure to tonight. And um, at, at that price point, it, it's too, too good at 81 at home against Texas Rangers, a team that does struggle against left-handed pitching. Framber's been absolutely outstanding this season with a very, very nice strikeout rate over about 25 26%. He's been a DraftKings stud, about 21 or more points in five straight starts. He, outside of his last start, he gave up four and runs. He's given up one or less in every start, struck out five or more in every start. He had 11 Ks his last time out, which helped them go a long, long way. So Framber at 8100 bucks is a, is a very, very nice way to go on this slate. A few other guys to take a peek at on it. Um, you got the likes of uh, Ian Anderson, 6800 bucks is going to be chalky as well when you're punting tonight. Had a great debut his first time out, six innings, one earned six Ks against the New York Yankees, 25 DK points. Now he goes into Fenway. He faced a beat-up Yankees team his first go-around, and that's fine and dandy and all. But now he um, – he uh, oh, that's what I was doing wrong. He faces a, Yan- uh, a Red Sox team that when you break it all down, they strike out 24.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 246 average and a 177 ISO. So not great by any means, 318 Woba. Um, no J.D. Martinez, good chance on that one. Uh, you got some other guys struggling that lineup. So if we can get through Verdugo, Devers, and Bogarts, there's a lot to like there. When it comes down to Ian Anderson, he's going to be very, very popular. Ian Anderson and Framber Valdez will be your two popular looks tonight, but for very good reasons, and I don't hate it at all. If you want to pivot off of Ian Anderson, get Kevin Gossman at 6,600. He's in Coors, though, so cross your fingers and pray. The other option is Josh Lindblom at 6,600. I know people go, Bubba, leave it alone. Stop with the Josh Lindblom stuff. And I get it. It's been frustrating. But what he does is he strikes guys out. He doesn't go deep into games because control is an issue, and that is the big bugaboo in this whole situation. But he's at home against the Detroit Tigers, a team that strikes out 28.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching. They had 234 average, 180 ISO, 304 Woba. Nothing terrifying. So there's a big, big upside there with Lindblom, 6,600 bucks. He's got double-digit DraftKings points in like five of his six starts. He doesn't have a very high ceiling. He has one start at 22 points. The rest have been like 10 to 12, so not like ideal. But as a punt at 6600 bucks, there's definitely something to like there with Lindblom. So it's uh, someone to keep in mind when you're breaking it all down. Recapping your pitching. 
through that whole mess of tech- technical difficulties. Aaron Nola, 10-4 at Washington if you need to go there. I'm just probably not going to pay up. I'm probably going to pass on that go on elsewhere. But you got uh, Framber Valdez at 81, Zach Plesak at 83, both very, very solid plays to start out your uh, lineups today. And then punting-wise, you got Anderson, Gossman, Lindblom. Anderson's the chalk. He's the top play down there. He's got the biggest ceiling in the group. Gossman's a sneaky GPP play just because he's in Coors and no one's going to play him. And then Lindblom's got that huge strikeout upside versus the Tigers if he can just keep the control on the board. All right, catcher's position on this slate. You're going to save some cash as usual. You could go to Lysa Grandal at 48 if you'd like with Michael Pinata making his return to the Minnesota rotation. That is an option with Grandal. Uh, Chance Sisko at 45 as well against Kilame of New York. Uh, the Baltimore Mets uh, game is a big one to target if you're looking to get some sweet back and some bad pitching. So Cisco at 45 is another target you can make, but I'd rather just save some cash and slide on down to my punt option of the night. Like there's Wilson Ramos versus Woj at 35. Sure, you can go there if you choose. Victor Caratini, 3K, meh, maybe. But the guy I want, I'm just going to keep rolling him out there night after night after night at 2700 bucks, going up against the lefty John Lester. And that's uh, Mr. Jacob Stallings. Uh, 9, 11, 3, 8, 10. He's been very, very productive over his last five. He's got a, a, five, a five game hit, or a, yeah, five game hit streak. And he's also hit safely in nine of his last 10. He's hitting 324 on the season. He's playing very, very well. I wrote the free article at Roto Baller today for the DraftKings picks. He's the catcher choice on that site. I've been rolling it out daily, especially against lefties at 2,700 bucks. Very good savings with the upside against Mr. Johnny Lester. First base position, you got a Brayu, sure. But like belly bombs versus young is interesting because most people will go away with the lefty lefty. Bellinger's on fire, makes for a good play. But Freddie Freeman at 53, very solid look as well for paying up at the position. If you choose to save some cash, though, you can go down to guys like Dom Smith against Wojciechowski. Again, I mentioned the Mets Baltimore game was one we really, really want exposure to. Uh, lefty's hitting 362, righty's 329 off Woj. So a guy like Dom Smith at 46, he's first base outfield eligible. He's in play for you. Renato Nunez at 45 if you're stacking up Baltimore. But in reality, you can save cash, and there's two options right here you could really look to target. Luke Voigt at 44 went deep again last night. He's hitting well over 300 versus right-handed pitching this year with a ton of power versus righties. He's got Trevor Richards and then that Tampa Bay bullpen. Uh, Votes homered in two of his last four games, but he's got double-digit production in five of his last uh, six, uh, seven in seven of his last ten games. Double-digit production for the one, the only Luke Voigt. So the uh, 13th home run last night, love him a lot tonight. But you can also save cash and go to Mr. Brandon Belt at 4200 bucks in Coors Field against John Gray. Belt's hitting 484 over his last 10 games with um, seven extra base hits, averaging over 11 DK points per game. Gets John Gray, who he's got some serious ownership against this year. Belt at 42 in cash, Belt at 42 in GPPs, Belt at 42 to save some money. is a great play across the board. So Voigt and Belt would be my two guys. I would look to target on this slate. Um, when I wrote up the article, I wrote up Voight because I don't really need to write up Coors for people. A, you can listen to this show, and I hope you listen to this show first before you look at any articles, and that will give you the info you need there. But secondly, Coors is pretty self-explanatory more often than not, and the Giants are super cheap tonight. So Belt, Voight, that's where you should be going at first base. You can pay up if you need to. You can pay down, sure, like Bobby Dahlbeck's 2K versus um, Ian Anderson. But I, I'd stick in that Belt, Voight range tonight. You shouldn't need to save a lot of money. If you're using Plesak, Framber, um, Anderson, maybe Lindblom, you're not going to need to save a ton of cash at bats. And just going down to the, the low 4Ks is all is going to be all good for your lineups tonight. Second base, you could go Brandon Lau versus Tanaka. Tanaka, obviously, not the fearsome guy we once knew. Lefty's hitting 343, righty's 282. Brandon Lau's been hitting everything 
So you can look that direction at 5,500, um, or you can just save some cash. And you go down guys like DJ LeMahieu at 49, Hanser Alberto at 49. I'd probably have LeMahieu over him. Um, or you go down even farther to the guys like Robbie Cano at only 44 against Woj. Cano's been really swinging it. We mentioned the lefties of New York for Wojciechowski. Uh, Cano's homered in two of his last three games, really swinging a good stick, hitting 375 with six ding-dongs on the season. And remember, he missed some time this season. So Cano at 44, very good play. Wilmer Flores and Coors only 42. Don't hate that if you're going all in on Coors. There's other guys I'd rather have than Flores. Still a very good price tag in his matchup. And if you want to save some cash at second base, Jeff McNeil, second base outfit eligible, only 3,400. The power's been gone for the year. He saw zero home runs. Starting to slowly get it going at the plate. He's uh, hit safely in four straight games in five of six and six of eight. So getting it going. He had two doubles last night. Still not in love with Jeff McNeil, but we know the upside's there. 3,400 for a Mets team that's uh, expected to do very, very well tonight against Wojciechowski. Again, lefty's hitting 362. Getting alone, McNeil, we know what he can do when he pops off. Maybe yesterday's two for four, two double game was a sign of things to come. It's one of those kind of do you jump on the value early situations with McNeil, and that's what we're going to try to preach on this one at 3,400 in his matchup. And then you always have um, our good boy Nick Madrigal's only 2,900 as your uber punt at the second base position. Third base, you got J-Ram at 54 versus Matt Harvey. That's what I'm saying. You got Coors, you got Matt Harvey, you got the Mets-Baltimore game. You got a lot of places to go. A lot of places to go for bats tonight. Uh, J-Ram at 54 is in play. Arenado at 56. I'd rather have J-Ram personally. I like Gossman. I know it's Coors Field. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets shelled. I also honestly wouldn't be shocked if he puts up a decent start, which really doesn't make it fantasy relevant. Like, goes five and gives up three or something, where he's not great, but at the same time, your Rockies bats don't go off. Maybe they do against the Giants bullpen, but uh, I'm not really targeting Gossman. It's it's weird. could be totally off. That's baseball, but I'd rather have J-Ram if I'm paying up. Otherwise, if you want to fade Ian Anderson, I mentioned this on the Line Star show, um, especially on DraftKings, where the Red Sox are still expensive. Anderson, Verdugo, those would be the main two I want in Bogarts. If you're multi-entering, make sure you have some Red Sox exposure because Anderson should be very chalky. And if Anderson struggles, your Red Sox guys are going to have uh, some big fun. So keep that in mind. Devers at 5K, only if you want to be contrarian, but I could see the use for sure. Uh, Gene Segura at 45 is interesting. Longo's only 42 and Coors. Again, Giants are stupid cheap tonight. Really dumb. Really dumb pricing. Longo's been feeling it, so I like him if you're stacking up the Gigantes. Like, if you want just one Giant at their price point, belt at 42. That's your play. But uh, there's a lot to like overall. A few others if you want to save. Third base shortstop Eric Gonzalez of the Pirates is 35 versus Lester. Uh, Gonzalez went deep last night. He has uh, got seven or more points in three straight games, 16 or more in two of three. Uh, very streaky, but a very uh, decent value versus Lester. But the play you're going to play at third base, as much as I like Longo at 42, we played him yesterday at 3,200, got his 17 points because of a nice three-run triple. He's hitting 378 over his last 10 games, averaging 11.2 over his last 10. He has double digits in three of his last four. That's Austin Riley at 34, hitting fifth for the Braves against Ryan Weber tonight. You just keep soaking up that value. Riley is absolutely spanking the baseball right now. 3400 bucks. We preached about him yesterday. We're going to keep preaching about him until DraftKings gets the price right. And he has these juicy matchups. So uh, Riley at 34 is where you're going to want to go at, at third base. This is why it's it feels like a night where you might actually leave money on the table. You could go please sack Framber. We got Belt that you got Stallings at catcher. You got Belt at uh, first base. You know, at second base, you can go Cano or there's other targets there. You can get different there, maybe spend up if you choose. Third base, you got Riley. Like you're saving cash all over the board right now. Cash builds should be fun tonight. 
Shortstop, you got Trevor Story and Coors. Sure, you got Tim Anderson. Like Trey Turner, that'd be one of the few guys versus Nola just because just ride that hot streak. Or you go to Lindor at 53. That's a strong flavor. Matt Harvey. That's not Captain Obvious stuff there. Uh, Xander Bogarts, Dansby Swanson, 4,900 bucks. Number, another double digit. I oh, know he only got nine last night. I thought he got I thought he got to the promised land. But um, another another run scored, two run, uh, two run score to hit, walk type night, getting the job done towards the top of that Bravos lineup. Again, really good spot versus Weber tonight. Lefty's 391, righty's 300 versus Weber. Uh, Dansby at 49 if you're stacking up. Definitely get some of that. Going down farther, though, um, you can go Nico Goodrum. Jose Iglesias, if you're going with Baltimore, don't forget him. He's 4100 bucks. Uh, 14 more points last night. He has hit safely in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight games with multi-hit games in six of those eight. He's been super productive. So 4100 bucks coming up there in the middle of that uh, Baltimore lineup against um, Mr. Kilame is a very good spot there for Jose Iglesias. Uh, Brandon Crawford's only 3,900 in Coors versus Gray. Crawford's hitting well over 300 for almost the last 20 days. So keep him in mind, only $3,900. So you got Iglesias, you got Crawford to save some cash at the position tonight. I, I don't mind that at all. And then like Ahmed Rosario's 3K, he's still kind of knocking off the rust from being on the IL for a bit, but he's cheap against Wojciechowski if you need to go that route. So definite ways to, to, to go at shortstop tonight. And then you got the outfield. You got Cruz versus Keiko, Cruz versus a lefty. I usually don't target Keiko, but Cruz actually has had some success versus Keiko. You got Betts versus Alex Young at 61, which is very, very nice. And then you got Yastrzemski at 58 versus Gray. He's the only expensive giant tonight. If you need to add him, go for it. I don't I don't hate it. The Giants I like a lot tonight. And that's not even me being a homer. If you're not using Plesak, Whit Merrifield at 55 is a good contrarian play. Cody Bellinger at 54. We talked about him earlier. Santander at 52, pricey for Baltimore, but a good piece. If you're stacking Baltimore, don't forget him. People will probably leave him out because he's expensive. Do not be that person. Going down farther, though, you got like Eloy, but Lou Bob's 47 went deep again last night. The guy just keeps crushing baseballs. Um, I, I like Eloy a lot, but Lou Bob, if he's cheaper, just take the discount, and he's $200 cheaper tonight. So go there. But if you're not going to spend all the way up, you know, you got Dom Smith, but Kyle Tucker at 45 is one of my top plays on the night. Absolutely and on fire. For, at batting 484 out of, over his last 10 games, I, I broke him down even farther on, on my DraftKings article at Rotoballer. He's just hitting everything. Five triples over his last 10 games, including four home runs. He's averaging 17.5 points over his last 10 games. And he has just a cush match tonight. He's got um, Garcia starting out and then Jordan Lyles. Like, it's a match made in heaven for Kyle Tucker. Hitting in the middle of that Houston lineup. Get Kyle Tucker in your lineups tonight, please. Uh, Springer's only 44. If you're stacking up Houston, go for it. Schwarber at 43 was cool in play as well. Again, if you're playing the Mets, Conforto's only 43. Is, that, that, that's an option. Mentioned Verdugo, if you're fading Anderson at 43, he had two doubles last night, another good slot for him. Ian Happ's only 41 versus Cool. I can I can enjoy that. Fran Mill Ray is only 41, very much in play as well. Ryan Maltapia, he's leading off of the Rockies, only $4,000. That does bring some very nice savings to the docket for you this evening. Going down even farther on this slate, Alex Dickerson's only 36 in Coors, usually hitting second for the Gigantes. Um, he's a guy to keep in mind. He went deep. On Sunday against Arizona, his back-to-back multi-hit games in Arizona. He's been kind of a funk up to that point, but in Coors at 36, hitting second, not a bad value if you ask me. Another value I like a lot is Nick Marquez is hitting cleanup for Atlanta at only 3600 bucks. Another nice night last night, 19 more DK points. He's hitting 417 over his last 10, hitting 368 on the season. He's been uber productive. Talked about him on the Rotoballer article as well. He's a good way to get a cheap stack of uh, just a Marcakis Riley stack if you want 
really cheap for Atlanta, very, very productive. So don't hate that. You got Ryan Mountcastle at 35 if you want to go with some more Baltimore action, and he's righty-righty, so it might kind of take a little bit of exposure down. He double-donged over the weekend. A few others. If Kevin Pillar is in the lineup, he's only 32 in Coors with Gossman. We like Pillar versus lefties, but 32 Coors. You look at those kind of things. Same with uh, Matt Kemp's only 3K in Coors. Another guy to take a, a gander at. So there's a lot of ways to go. You got NCRT's cheap. Dubon's only 2,800 bucks in Coors. Um, Naquin's still 2,600. He's been on fire. Sam Hilliard's 2,600. Tons of value. Don't need a lot of value tonight as it's pretty cheap. You can find stuff all over the slate, but there's a lot of it if you so so choose. So that was a lot quicker than I thought it was going to be, even with the big gap of uh, down internet time in the middle. So that's always fun. But uh, the fun 11-game slate, lots of ways to go. As we discussed, if you're recapping the pitching on this slate, you could go up to Nola if you choose. But I'm going to start out with Framber at 81. He's my he's my dog tonight. Zach Plesak at 83 I like as well. Both very strong plays at their price point. You can probably afford both and still get a ton of bats. If you need to save some money, Ian Anderson's going to be very, very popular at 68. But I like it. I like it a lot. I think Gossman's a sneaky GPP play at 66. And I like Limbloom at 66 as well. But uh, if I had to pick just three, Give me Framber and Plesek and Anderson. I, I'd rotate those three around the best I possibly could. Now, if you're stacking it up tonight, it gets even more fun. As we mentioned, so many ways to go on this slate. Um, I, I don't mind that Yankees-Rays game. I think I'm going to pass. I could see stuff happening there, but I'm going to pass. Give me Atlanta. Give me the Atlanta bats versus Ryan Weber and company. I'll go back to that well. Uh, the Mets and Orioles, you could definitely attack that one in a big, big way. So I like those three teams, Braves, Mets, Orioles, to start with. The Indians versus Harvey is going to be very nice as well. They, he, they'd be um, below those first three I mentioned, though. I'd still prefer Braves, Mets, Orioles. I like the Astros a ton tonight against the Rangers. I think that wakes their bats up big time. You have Coors in play. The Giants are way too cheap, so enjoy that. And then late night hammer if you want to. The Dodgers might get overlooked, but they're expensive. But they're facing Alex Young at home. This should be a really good spot for the Doyers. So I'm going to, I'm going to be attacking the Giants for their value in Coors. Um, I love the Braves again tonight, and then Mets, Orioles. Those would be like my top four I'd be looking at. But you got Indians, you got uh, the Rockies, you got the Dodgers. Lots and lots of ways to go about it on this slate. But that'll wrap us up. 11 games in the books. Go check me out on Twitter, at BDNTrick. If you have any questions, hit me up there. Come join the free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat. Also, check out these videos daily at Rotoballer's YouTube channel. Lots of good stuff there. And on my Periscope on Twitter, at BDNTrick. Um, if you want to check out the Rotowire Premium, use promo code Bubba for 10% off the package of your choice. Lots of great content, free and premium. They have a premium Slack chat, lots of great tools. So go check out all that tasty goodness. But more importantly, have fun tonight. It's a very fun slate. I like when there's multiple options to go to. Really mixes things up. But uh, good luck. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday. We are in September, folks. September 1st edition. I'm out. 